genre. Hello and welcome back to Rocky Minute, the daily podcast where we need no introduction anywhere in the civilized world. I'm Doug Greenberg. And I'm Jason. And we have a special guest today. Uh, we have Jack from the Drunk Bond Podcast. Welcome, Jack. How are we doing? So let me get this straight. Mm-hmm. There are seven Rocky movies, not eight Rocky movies. Well, Rocky movies, there are six. And then there are two Creed movies. <laughs> right. And I did, I did the math on the way over here. That's about 900 minutes. And y'all are... Dissecting each minute of each movie is, is that? Do I have all that right? That's uh, exactly correct. <laughs> I can't figure out if this is either pathetic or the most imp- <laughs> one of the most impressive things I've ever heard of. We like to call it ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but either way, I, I'm I'm impressed. So God knows I could talk about it on end. So let's get started. Yeah, no, we appreciate that. And, uh, I I was actually introduced to you because you guys, you and your who is it, who do you podcast with? Uh, his name's Kyle. That's not that's not your brother, right? No, is no, a, it's just right? a friend of mine from uh, since we were kids. Okay, and you guys, the Drunk Bond podcast covers all the um, James Bond movies, right? But you did some special episodes regarding the Rocky movies. Yeah, we we probably we're probably bigger fans of Rocky than we are Bond, and we know more. You know, we've seen the movies more than James Bond, and uh, I think we did like an April Fool's episode and did Rocky three or Rocky four, and it was fun. So we did a. I think we've done one, two, three, and four. So uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's kind of how we got started on those. And you do it in a very funny and entertaining way. So <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah, we, we figured if we, yeah. we were gonna if we were gonna do this, we'd need a. Uh, Several cocktails, so we usually have to go get tuned up somewhere before we start. And uh, this is the first time I've done one dead sober, so I hope it's like I'm a different person now. Yeah. <laughs> oh well. I know the. Uh, I notice the episodes that I record drunk are far more entertaining than the sober ones. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if the listeners feel that way, but I, I know I feel that way. That's all that counts, man. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All of our three listeners. I'm not sure if they uh, if they mind. Well, you got three more than we do. There you go. <laughs> well, today we're knocking out minute 101, which begins with the Italian stallion and it ends with OK. All right. Hmm. So the ring announcer finishes up Rocky's intro by saying the Italian stallion, Rocky Balboa. And the crowd goes nuts. We have the hometown crowd. And who's there right there in the crowd cheering them on, Jay? Gazzo and some little piece of ass he brought <laughs> Yeah, I think it's a different girl than the first fight, right? Good for him. You get him, Gazzo. So last fight, we found out that he bet $3,000 on Rocky. And in that fight, the odds were 50 to 1. So he stood to win fifty grand, which he did not. He lost because okay. Rocky lost the fight. So these the odds in this fight are 5 to 1. So what is that's only fifteen grand, right? Wait, did, what, did he say that he bet three thousand dollars last fight? Uh, was it was it stated? Or what, okay, I don't I, I don't remember that. It might I don't know if it was stated in the movie, but I, I was referring to the script a lot, and maybe it was okay, stated in the script and not the actual movie. Okay, that, that makes sense. But if he yeah, if he puts the same amount down on this fight at five to one, he stands to win fifteen thousand. Which not that much. No, I bet. Uh, 
he would have liked that 150k better. I guess yeah. since Paulie's Paulie's now working for them, maybe Paulie kind of he was asking him who I should bring to the fight, and he just said, "Well, I brought a hooker last time, so maybe you can try that." <laughs> <laughs> so maybe this is just prostitutes that they're bringing to all these things. This girl's less less prostitute-y than Paulie's girl. Gazo's girl. This girl looks like a nice. Gazo's got more money for a more class uh, classy girl. Classier prostitute. Paulie can't uh, can't afford as much. This girl's pretty though. If you fuck, if you uh, stop on her, like second eight nine, very pretty girl. Yeah, she is. Do we know uh, who she is? Do we look her up? We, we I didn't look her up. Oh, fair enough. But um, Paulie's hooker from last movie costed him two hundred fifty. Yeah, I think so. He he just says it right in front of her. That's nice. Yeah, I, actually, she corrects him. I, he says she cost me two hundred bucks, and then she corrects him and says two fifty. <laughs> right, right. Forgot about that one. That's classy. Uh huh. <laughs> but yeah, two hundred fifty dollars. I mean, especially in seventy six, you think you could get a better hooker than that? And doesn't he just go straight to the hospital after the fight? I don't know if he ever ends up banging her. Maybe banging oh. her beforehand. Yeah, maybe so. He got that out of the way. Yeah, you won't. You don't want to waste money. Yeah, nah, who knows? Paulie's an Paulie's an odd duck, so you never know, man. <laughs> He's an odd duck indeed. Uh, yeah, so Rocky gets a full ten second ovation before the bell ringer guy starts banging on the bell, and we see a very nervous Adrian at home. But we said, in terms of the ovation, we said in the last a couple of days ago, I said that. Uh, you know, this, the, the difference in this fight and the last fight is now Rocky has, like, a following. Like, there's everyone. He's in his hometown. You know, between the people showing up outside to the arena being packed with Rocky fans, all the signs. This, we didn't see this the first time. Now everybody's there to support him because they know who he is. And uh, this this is very nice to see, though. Cheering on the hometown, hometown guy. But he came out nice. Mm-hmm. A lot of Rocky signs yeah. in uh-huh. the crowd. I don't. It's it's almost like WWE event because you don't see signs at a boxing. No one, no one was wearing a, brought like a Mike Tyson sign, a Vander Holyfield sign back in the day. Signs are not at boxing. That Philadelphia Arena Spectrum sure looked a lot better than the Super Fight Ones Arena, wherever that was. That was terrible. They were both. I don't know if they were the same arena, but they were both filmed in Los Angeles. Yeah, and there was a reason why they kept that arena so dark to hide from. There was no people there. There was no extra. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Budget went up a little bit in this one. Get some lights. <laughs> yeah, actual people. Right. Instead of just moving a small group of people around. Yeah. That trick kind of gets old after about the first minute or two. Uh, I don't know. They, so, somehow they made it work. What a damn Oscar. So I, who are we to say? <laughs> this is, is quite true. It's a good point. <laughs> I, know what, I know what Doug's going to get into his... Um, Doug is real big on on color theory for some reason. All of a sudden, there's this. We did we did all of Rocky one, and there was zero mention of it at all. He did not mention color theory at all. All of a sudden, I don't know what happened. He got too big for his britches over the break, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he came he's back. Very refined now, <laughs> right? Now he's like a color expert, and he's like constantly analyzing <laughs> the goddamn colors. And I know at some point he's going to tell us about how Apollo's wearing red. This you know everything you know it's, it's red's passion and anger and 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 revenge. I know it's coming at some point. He's going to comment on what Apollo's wearing, but we, Adrian's also wearing a red blouse. Nice red blouse for the for the is that a pajamas or what is she wearing? Because she's home, right? House so, coat, the nice red house Just coat. Some post post maternity uh, clothes. So, so uh, it, going along with your color theory, how come Adrian's wearing red? I don't know. You want me to look up what red means? It doesn't only mean anger and passion. It means love too. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's kind of it means whatever is kind of convenient for 
<laughs> that, uh, now, that particular to, scene. To fit my agenda. While, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> while you're looking at the color theory, I want you to go to second 15, and we're, we're on Adrian. She's wearing her red blouse, whatever that is. That's mm-hmm. a nice blouse, right? And right to her right are four empty, what appears to be <laughs> <laughs> Miller High Life, Miller High Life yeah. bottles. No, I think I counted. Uh, th- there's like some behind it. I think it's like maybe five or six. It's a lot. The fight hasn't even fight started. Hasn't start. Rocky just left. Hasn't started yet. It's insane. He's been pounding. Yeah, I mean, Rocky was late, so he just left to go to the arena and got, got dressed. And in the meantime, Paulie had six male high lives, and I think they show him later. He's got like three in his hand. And he's stuffing his face. <clears throat> yeah. And, and remember, when he left, Rocky put him in charge. Exactly, so. yeah. <laughs> of course, that's kind of Rocky's fault for uh, putting Paulie in charge of anything. So yeah, Rocky so there's a good deserves. chance he's on his ninth beer before the fight even starts. Jesus. And he's in charge of the infant. <laughs> he's in charge of the whole house. Oh, yeah. He's got to take care of Adrian. That, that house is going to burn. <laughs> yeah, to the ground. Oh, yeah. Along with all the other row houses it's connected to. Yeah. Maybe get a babysitter next time. And where do they get the books from? There's a bunch of books on the bookshelf. Yeah, I just noticed that. Like, where? Neither one of them. Well, I, know they're not for, I know they're not for reading. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Adrian's a reader. Rocky only reads that one book. <laughs> yeah, Rocky. That's taken him a while to get through that one. <laughs> You don't think every night reading to her in the coma, he, he hasn't finished it yet? I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you can even call that reading, but yeah, it didn't, doesn't seem like he's he's quite finished yet. What, what is what is the name of that book, by the way? Do, do we ever? Yeah, that was the deputy sheriff of Comanche County. Okay, yeah. I figured y'all would know, but uh, I've always wondered uh, what that book was. Yeah, Edgar Rice Burroughs was the author. Yeah, we, the guy okay. that invented um, Tarzan. Oh, really? Yeah. Invented Tarzan? <laughs> Sorry, I was channeling Rocky. <laughs> um, did Cre- you, created him. Did you, did you know, Jack, that these Adrian scenes were filmed months after uh, the rest of the movie was filmed? I, I did read something like that. Was it a, a scheduling thing or something? Yeah, she was tied up with another movie at the time. Right, right. Yeah, I always wondered why she was staying home all those years, but I guess that makes sense, you know, behind the scenes kind of stuff. It was written for her to be at the fight. But because of our scheduling conflict, they wrote it this way. And it works. I mean. Yeah. You know. I'm sure y'all have seen those uh, those pictures of um, her at the actual fight. Uh, in, in Rocky 2? Yeah. Like, she, I think uh, he's, like, carrying her or something like that. I'm, I, I might be wrong about this, but I, I'm pretty sure I've seen. Maybe they had her originally, but it just didn't work out or I something. the original, the, uh, not before they filmed it. She was supposed to be the fight, you said, right? Yeah. The script? Yeah. I don't know if they ever filmed any of it, though. Yeah, I thought I've seen a picture, like a behind-the-scenes kind of thing. Maybe Rocky 1, because the ending of Rocky 1 was really different than how it ended. I'll have to, uh, I'll have to look it up after this. and uh, That's part of our the problem of our podcast is I never really show up too informed or prepared. <laughs> so I was going to say, you usually do the research before you uh, come on the show. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, no. Whatever. No, that's, that's, that's just what they're expecting me to do. <laughs> Keep them guessing. I like it. Yeah. So, Adrian's there. We're Miller High Life's. <laughs> with hers and then we go back to the arena and Rocky's whole I mean uh, Apollo's whole corner is in red mm-hmm. anything got, you got so anything angry. on that they're angry they're angry he weighs 220 pounds which is an 18 pound weight difference between him and Rocky I weigh 223 pounds I'll kick Apollo's ass <laughs> there you go <laughs> yes so we could we could all be champ clearly whoever weighs more is the winner <laughs> that's all that matters <laughs> right. 
that's I don't know. Eighteen pounds seems like a big difference. I think it was a, about the same last fight, or eighteen or twenty pounds. I don't know. I'm what, not sure. What yeah, um, what's what considered like a heavyweight? I think two hundred or one ninety five. Is there I, anything? I have, to- I, I have zero idea. I'm just guessing here. Fair enough. I, I can't remember. I think it's a little less than that. But uh, there's so many divisions now that it, it it's like only like a five ten pound window. Oh really? Yeah, it's. I, I think they have like so many damn divisions now. I don't know. You know. So you can of- you can actually weigh in at one of the lower weight divisions and then be heavy enough to fight in the higher division once the fight comes around. Yeah, I guess so. I'm, I'm not sure how they how they police that or anything. I don't think there is. Well, I think the, what- the weigh in is the official weight. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so but they always do like the UFCs like that too. Like you always hear like a guy. Uh, he fought his last fight at 160, but he's going up to 164 for his next one. You're yeah. like, what is that? What is that doing? <laughs> yeah. I need those four pounds, man. I uh, fluctuate four pounds on any given day myself. So. Oh, yeah. The scale the scale on Sunday versus Ooh. Tuesday is it's a big difference. <laughs> yep. Under, um, under heavyweight is cruiserweight, which is 200 pounds. And then heavyweight is anything over 200 pounds, and it's unlimited in boxing. Okay, I thought there was like a super heavyweight division. Well, or something. in funny you ask, in uh, Olympic style amateur boxings, there is a super heavyweight. In which case, the heavyweight is two hundred and one pounds, and a super heavyweight is okay. anyway over two hundred one pounds. But in uh, in just regular boxing, I guess it's there's no super heavyweight. Okay, that makes more sense because we had a uh, we had the Golden Gloves in my hometown a while back, and I went to it, and they had all these different divisions, but it was amateurs. So I guess that. That's how mm-hmm. the uh, it's a different Olympic style system. amateur boxing. Yeah, has has more. They have a super heavyweight, and women have a super heavyweight. I banged a couple super heavyweights back. <laughs> oh yeah, I've been there. <laughs> well, clearly, I mean, we don't really have to worry about that since clearly we're we're professionals. So you can you can weigh as much as you want, man, and you can you can be the heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I ever was with a woman under middleweight. No flyweights, no bantamweights, no featherweights, no lightweights. Where does middleweight end? No light welterweights. What? Where does middleweight end? 152 pounds. Light welterweights, 132 pounds. No, no, doesn't do it for you. Jay has a type, y'all. Oh, yeah. My my days of hanging with lightweights have gone long ago. (laughs) Don't sell yourself short. Yeah, well, maybe. Maybe we'll get lucky. Flyweight, under 106 pounds. That might be too skinny. Yeah. Was that when he was for Rocky Rocky Three? Oh, uh, he was man. Well, we we get there. He was lean and mean in Rocky Three. He was like 190 pounds. Yeah, but I think in real life, I think he got down to like 155 or something. It was something like not healthy. Yeah, it was down to like two percent body fat, which is danger level. Of course, y- y'all can. That's a that's a whole other movie. But uh, yeah, that's 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 impressive. Impressive vein. You know, yeah. whatever. Uh, there's a lot of different things you could <laughs> describe it as. Hell yeah. So Apollo is the man. He's a champion who needs no introduction anywhere in the civilized world. What do we say? Oh, so he's a... This Apollo right here is a far cry from the showman that we saw in the first fight. Yes. When he came out in a boat in a right. George Washington wig. And you know all the racist Philadelphians hated that. Yeah. Ah, uh, the 70s. He's, 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 <laughs> yeah, it was an interesting time. <laughs> he's definitely all business. I can see on his face. There's no there's no joke. There's no show here. This, this is just all... He's just snarling and staring. It's just all business. 
just he's ready to go, man. Yeah, he he was he's kind of starting to scare me. <laughs> I know he he like stares daggers right through Rocky. Yeah, I was genuinely kind of scared for Rocky when I was a kid. I'm like, oh god, this is bad. More so than when Mister T steps into the ring. Well, <laughs> they get scarier and scarier, I guess. Yeah, yeah, they they really do. Uh, but he's the true master of disaster, the undefeated heavyweight champion of the world, the one, the only Apollo Creed. Uh, remember Rocky Four? All the nicknames that he has here, he only he only really has the one, the master of disaster. I, I think he cut all the frills for this fight. Do you think those yeah, so. those names still exist? But he just went with like one. I don't know. Okay. okay. Kind of talk to the announcer before the fight. Like, all right, let's 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 settle on Master of Disaster for this one. Yeah, we're going to trim some fat here. Uh-huh. He looks a little old. Well, if this is this is his official last fight before he retires. So he doesn't gain more nicknames after he retires. So he probably had all the nicknames. Yeah. But like the, count of, yeah. the Count of Monte Fisto. Yeah, yeah. The Sultan of Swat. I, I'm imagining. Uh, or is um, it the Sultan of Swing? Nope, not the Sultan of Swing. <laughs> Swat. <laughs> yeah, it's a song. Yeah, <laughs> God damn it! He probably he might have gotten rid of all that. The, sh- the whole he might have told the announcer, you know, cut down on the bullshit and just this is business. This is a serious one, so got rid of that all the extra nicknames. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I buy it. Wife Marianne is in the crowd. Mm, is she? Mm. I only remember her from one time she was in the crowd when Rocky Four. Mm, oh! Stop the fight! <laughs> oh. Yeah, man, Marianne's looking. Marianne's looking good in the crowd. She does look good. I feel they don't. They never use her enough. No, they really undersold her um, part. They they could have fleshed her out a lot more. Because yeah, life for her over the past ten months or so must have been hell. Yeah. Oh yeah, because he's been dwelling on this fight on the on the first fight all these months so oh yeah apollo goes up to like that catwalk upstairs in yeah. his like silk pajamas and just screams at her <laughs> the catwalk the balcony overlooking his kingdom yeah that's when apollo built that house he's like i need a i need a catwalk that i can like scream at my wife at like for just various reasons he threw all those uh letters onto the ground she had to go pick up later i'm sure oh yeah his now vinyl, clean it up in his vinyl pajamas yeah that's a that's a good look they were monogrammed too weren't they Oh yeah, man, that's that's custom. That's custom made. Yeah, my pajamas are all mon- monogrammed. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> and they're all silk and yeah. Right, I said vinyl. There's no way they're vinyl. Vinyls are records. Yeah, that's how I get all those all those heavyweights to my house. <laughs> Your monogrammed jammies. Uh huh. Mm. Yeah, they, they're pretty impressed. I had a bantamweight over one. She wasn't. <laughs> she wasn't impressed. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't win them all, man. <laughs> no. So. Yeah. No, I was going to say, Apollo only gets five seconds of ovation before the guy starts hammering the bell. Well, they probably don't like him here. Some booze, though, too. Was yeah, not cheers. really the fan favorite anymore. No. Which I think stokes his fire even more. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we have referee Lou Filippo, who's going to give the instructions. Apollo looks nasty here, man. When he's walking up. Yeah. yeah. When they're introducing Rocky, too. Is it? No, not when they're... It's before, it's before they ring the bell. Okay, never mind. Okay. Take it back. I take it back. Do 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 <laughs> that's from um, four? I think that, three, yeah, right? Is that when he, when they're in bed and he's singing to her and mm-hmm. she or yeah, he's trying to get her to sing? Sings like a fool. <laughs> <laughs> that's always bugged me forever. I'm like, God. Right, you know how to sing it, just sing it. Yeah, come on, quit screwing around, Adrian. 
<laughs> Knock it off. Just leave the singing to Frank. Right. The guy can really wail. <laughs> but I, I guess the we've already discussed it, but the only real takeaway from this this minute here is just how how intense Apollo looks. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we discussed in a previous minute, and I'm sure we're gonna discuss it in a minute that we haven't recorded yet prior to this. <laughs> um yeah. You know, Apollo really has everything to lose here. He's got it. He, his career is over if he doesn't win this fight. Not only win it, I think he's got to win it by uh, decidedly. Dec- I remember us having this conversation about whether it was decidingly or decisively. Or <laughs> I'm not a grammar scholar, so I don't know. <laughs> he's got to win. He's got to really, really win this fight. <laughs> <laughs> well said. <laughs> Very nice. He's got to win it and win it. Seriously, <laughs> quickly, he's got to win real bad. Um, so yeah, he's that's the intensity, and and he it looks like he came with the right attitude, and and he knows he's got to win. And this is this, this this it looks like he's intense and he's all business right now, but I I see a little bit of uh, worry in his eyes. Really, yeah, a tiny bit. Hmm. I'm gonna have to go and look at his eyes. I he didn't have the he didn't have the eye of the tiger. I'll tell you that much. No, that's why he lost. Well, actually, we don't know what happens in this fight yet. Yeah, nah, who knows? I think I'm saying that it's because it's a lack of confidence. Apollo's confidence was was illustrated in his over theatrics, and I. So I'm watching him, and I see a little bit of doubt, a little bit of Ooh, there's con- a lacking of confidence. As for like a second fifty four fifty five, as he's walking up to the middle of the ring. He kind of like looks down and closes his eyes for a second. Maybe maybe that's the worry that you're talking about, or the uncertainty. Yes, that you're talking about could also be blinking, but <laughs> <laughs> that might be it. He's well, just breathing. We're analyzing one minute of a movie at a time. We got, this we, is true. I, I see how this goes. <laughs> yeah, we got to dig into everything. Yeah, we never really got into Apollo's blinking on our, our episode. No. <laughs> Well, you got to wrap it up tightly in uh, <laughs> it's true. You know, an hour or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say this, though. With Apollo's attitude and, and the way he's trained, if Rocky does win this fight, he will have earned it. Mm-hmm. Well, you we all said that the, the last fight, Apollo wasn't prepared. Mm-hmm. He, he and his own admission that he did not take it seriously enough and he wasn't prepared enough. So you would you you wouldn't make that mistake again. And I, I, I use that quote once before the old fool me once, shame on me. No, fool me once, shame on you. Whatever. Let's just yeah, yeah, forget yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fool me once, shame on you. You. Fool me once, shame on me, right? Right. So sure. he didn't prepare the first time. If he doesn't do it again, if he gets beat this time, like if he didn't prepare as well this time, then shame on him. But I think he did. Like, I don't think he was going to make that mistake again. His whole career, is, everything is riding on this, his whole legacy. Everything. So I'm imagining he came here fully prepared. I kind of think in his head, he's like, there's no way this guy can beat me. I mean, I think he was buying into what everyone else was saying. Like, he was just lucky, and there's no way this dude can take me out. I mean, look at me and look at him. Yeah, I mean, he says Rocky was lucky the first time, and, and he admitted that he wasn't prepared. And in the first fight, Apollo at his best, no question, wins that. Oh, yeah. Uh, but he took Rocky lightly because he was just like a local club fighter, mm-hmm. and uh, he, you know, he didn't he didn't go into the fight seriously. So um, now he wants to put a decided end to the to this fight. Yeah, that's why he's he, 
he's calling in in two. He's he comes out like the first fight. He came out dancing a little bit. This fight, you know, we're gonna find out in another minute that he comes out f- uh, on fire. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Fuego, we call that. You call that that? Yeah, I mean, mm. it must be why his uh, boxers are red. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like this. Reach. Hmm. Yeah, I think I think you're starting to turn me. I think I- <laughs> I'm telling you, passion, raw passion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which kind of brings us to the end of the minute here, doesn't Not it? Kind of, it does. Okay, fair enough. So, Jack, your history with Rocky, give us a little insight into that. I went to the same guy that does the podcast with me. Whenever we were about nine years old, we went to Blockbuster. I tried to rent Major League One. I'd only seen the second one. My mom wouldn't let me <laughs> rent it because it was rated the second R. second Major League first? I have no idea. <laughs> Uh, but my mom wouldn't let me rent it because it was rated R. So my friend picked out Rocky three and I didn't want to watch it. I'd never heard of it. And he fell asleep like 20 minutes in and I watched it. And I mean, I was completely hooked on that movie and, uh, I rented all the other ones. I mean, dude, we, we watched it every day after school. We did like our own trivia book for like thousands of questions. Wow. We took up boxing, jumping rope. I mean, it, we were obsessed with Rocky growing up. So that was kind of, and, and still am to this day, obviously, if, uh, if I'm on something like this. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Rocky's always been a, a big big deal for me. The first one's my favorite movie uh, all time, so. Oh, nice. Mm. Yeah. I think our, I don't know about Jay, but I think my first, I have trouble remembering if it was one or two, I mean two or three, but I think it was Rocky Three. my first introduction to Rocky as well. Because I was, I mean, early eight. I mean, I'm, we're early 40s, me and Jay, so that was like you know kind of young yeah yeah time and I, rem- I remember it scaring me a little bit like like mr t growling through his mouthpiece and slow oh, yeah. motion thunder lips i was terrified thunder lips <laughs> whenever he went out to the crowd i was like well he's, there's only a matter of time before he gets to me now <laughs> there's no stopping him he's gonna leave the arena right to your house uh, yeah i'm like jesus this guy's like king kong that's awesome uh yeah yeah i can't wait to get to that one Oh yeah, it's, been, it's a it's a perfect movie for a, like a kid to get started on. It's got a lot of action. It's quick. Shirtless men running on the beach. Everything. Yeah, I mean, who who doesn't love that? The greatest bromance of all time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, but Rocky Four, man, that was my jam. Oh god, it was so great yeah. when I was a kid. Plenty of action. Hardly anything else but action. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just montages and beautiful music. Yeah. It, it's uh, tough to say that because Bill Conti wrote some of the most iconic music of all time, but but the music in Rocky Four, which wasn't written by Bill Conti, is out of this world. Right. That was always my dilemma because I'm a big, big Bill Conti guy. I think the score for the first one is just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. But then, obviously, I, I prefer a Bill Conti scored movie. But right. whenever the Rocky Four music hits you, it's like, okay, this is here we go, man. Right. Don't you want to go out for a run or beat somebody oh, yeah. up? <laughs> I just don't go do it, but you know, I, I want to. <laughs> Well, having said that, why don't you tell us and our fans about the Drunk Bond podcast? Uh, it's pretty much exactly what it sounds like. Uh, we get drunk and uh, go through each Bond movie. We've, we've done them all already. Uh, not much research done. A lot of misinformation. <laughs> um, but we're, we're trying hard, at least. Well, welcome to our world. Exactly. And we've done a couple of the Rocky uh, movies. We may, we may do Rocky Five one of these days or uh, another Bond movie, but we're kind of... He just uh, got married. He's a baby on the way, and you know we, we're busy with a lot of other stuff. So, you know, we're, we're not really doing too many regular episodes anymore. Well, they're still making Bond movies, right? Oh yeah, uh, I think next next February uh, the next one comes out. Believe it or not, 
there is a guy in the minute by minute community that is going to tackle all the Bond movies minute by minute. Well, he's going to end up dying before he finishes. Yeah, he is. He's already old. <laughs> yeah, so he's, he's not gonna make it, man. He's not gonna make it. I'm sorry, uh, but he's busy right now doing some doing another project. But I think that's it's a uh, in the. Oh man, future. that's yeah, that's that's quite the undertaking. I'm surprised we got all the movies covered. How many total are there right now? Twenty four official movies. God damn it. Yeah. Jay, at least there's a light at the end of our tunnel. Yeah. So all those numbers I gave you uh, about y'all's podcast, you know, multiply that by however many. and Yeah, jeez. I guess by, by triple all that. <laughs> no yeah, I, God bless them. I mean, if they want to go do it. Yeah. That's, yeah, you're, you're talking, like, we do one of these a year. It's like six months worth of episodes, and then we take a six-month break or so. Okay, that's not too bad. It's not too bad, but when you're talking 25 movies... <laughs> You're tied up for 25 yeah. years. That's a lot, man. But yeah, if, if you want to do it to pass the time, that's uh, yeah, more power to him. All right. It's like a full-time job. Do you think like when he's dying and he's, on, <laughs> <laughs> and he's on his deathbed and his like final minutes are there and he's laying there, he's going to look back and be like, what the f*** did I do all? <laughs> like, I missed my entire life to make James Bond podcast. Hey, he's, he's still like on the Sean Connery movies. It's like, oh, man. <laughs> he's got a lot to go. There's a lot left on the table. Yeah, I got to roll in the microphone in the computer in the hospital. I want to go on the record and say, I love you, Jim O'Kane. <laughs> We're just joking. <laughs> in case he is listening. Just hope you can make it. <laughs> so where uh, can our fans find your podcast? Uh, man, I don't, I'm, not, I'm so bad at this. Uh, okay. I guess uh, SoundCloud and uh, iTunes, you know, usual. Yeah, podcatchers. Usual stuff. We always say at the end of our podcast, just, you know, f***ing Google it. You'll there find you it. <laughs> yeah. If you really want to find us, you can find us. Right. All right. That's uh, the advertisers aren't going to like that, but you know the advertisers. Wait, do you have advertisers? Uh we we say we do. We we do commercials on there, but you know. Nice. It's usually for whorehouses whore and strip clubs, and mm. you know. Is Gazelle one of your customers? Yeah, yeah. There's there's some there's some dirty money coming in. <laughs> nice. Well, while you're on the internet trolling for hookers, uh, look for Rocky Minute. Go to Facebook and find our listeners group called Mighty Mix. Uh, Instagram, Twitter, we have all those things. Yeah, that's that stuff. Rocky Minute. DoingGenre.com is our host website where our episodes are released. Uh, iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. I don't know what people say, but do that stuff. Give us five-star reviews. We like those. We got one four-star review. You believe it? Who? I don't know, but I'm going to... I want their name. I'll gonna, find them. Yeah, I'm going to... are coming for you. It was actually a very nice review, but they gave us four stars. Why? I'll look it up for the next episode. Well, you know what have been even nicer? A five-star review. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, come back tomorrow. And find out who gave us the four-star review so you can send them hate mail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm already working on it. <laughs> <laughs> to whom it may concern... And we'll see you tomorrow on a new episode of Rocky Minute. What are we waiting for? Take us! He's got like his son in the room with him and he's like, you know, carry on, finish the tradition, you know, continue the movies. And the son's like,
all right. <laughs> but then when he's walking to the car, his wife's like, are you really going to do? No, I'm not going to do the movies. He's got to say whatever he got. He's dead in a couple days. I don't care if it's his dying wish or not. I'm not doing that. <laughs>